Today on the Ross, Crit, and Norton Show. So how are they able to assign waiters? I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> I didn't see that they released anybody. They had to get rid of somebody, didn't they? I think maybe they should call him Black Hole because once the ball goes there, you ain't never seeing it again. If you need a last-second shot for the win, it's going to be Luca. It just depends on the matchups, man. It doesn't matter what seed you are. Welcome, welcome, welcome in, everyone. We're back with another episode of the Ross Crit Norton Show. Uh, Travis Norton is unfortunately unavailable once again this week, uh, but we are going to do our best without him. We do have Ryan Ross in tow. Whoop, whoop. And, of course, our tech guru, PC Hooper. <laughs> and you probably hear our mascot, Winston, in the background. Oh. <laughs> uh, Great. How are you guys doing this week? It's kind of been a crazy week here in Nashville. Oh, yeah. If you haven't yeah, heard. Our, our thoughts and prayers are with those um, affected yes. in, in the Nashville area. Um, you know, with a 20, 25 lost lives, I think, what they've counted. Uh, yeah, it's it's been something else, seeing all the damage around yeah. here. Close, uh, too. Yeah, well, uh, there's an, I did see one one girl I knew back in college with someone I was really super close with. But just a girl I knew she she lost everything. She lost mm-hmm. her house, lost everything she had. Um, and you know a lot of people are in that boat. Um, oh yeah. But there's uh, you know there's a lot of uh, opportunities for anyone that's that's interested. There's a lot of opportunities for you to to donate uh, mm-hmm. money or your time. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it would take a simple Google search really. Uh, yeah. get into all those, all those opportunities. I wish I knew them off the top of my head, but, but right. they, they are out there and, and we, we greatly appreciate mm-hmm. uh, your help. Um, also, um, let's not sightsee the damage uh, yeah. We're only getting in the way of of people trying to recover, um, and and you're sightseeing people's tragedies. Uh, so let's let's not do that. But, yeah. So anyway, we're still without power till yesterday or today. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Ryan did not have power up until yesterday. Um, there are still many still trying to get theirs back, uh, who were in the more directly hit spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know we once again just our thoughts and prayers go out to those. Um, but uh, but moving on. Uh, tonight is is uh, a big night in uh, the association, in the NBA. Um, yeah, a big night in San Francisco. This playing San Francisco now, right? Yeah, that's weird to get used to saying. Uh, Steph Curry is back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and which I'm surprised. I never knew how much I would miss him. Yeah, (laughs) but it's like, why play him? Because they're shooting for the first (laughs) pick of the draft. I guess since it's not his ankle or foot, I guess they think he'll be all right. It was his hand, right? Uh, yeah, it was his He's hand. He's had so many uh, ankle problems that I guess they trust 
said there he's he's still having some some problems with uh sensation in his hand mm. um so could be could be a few more turnovers than usual tonight yeah keeping him on a minute restriction 24 to 28 minutes i heard yep yeah yeah i've, uh, but... I've missed seeing all his shooting capabilities and if you know they mess around they they might, uh, they might not get that top five pick to add to, right. to their collection. Uh, Clay and Andrew Wiggins. I mean, I know they don't have Clay, but yeah. and and Wiggins isn't the guy that we all were told was told he was going to be. He's, mm-hmm. he's not LeBron by any stretch. I still forget he was picked number one. Yeah. <laughs> and and do you remember who was number two? Jabari Parker. That's right. His, his, <laughs> Gosh. And then number three was Joy Embiid, which oh, okay. which goes goes along with the uh, the topic that I said that we might install in a later mm-hmm. date. Um, places I was really wrong in the draft. I said, yeah. <laughs> don't pick Joel Embiid. <laughs> he's he's too, too injury prone. He's not going to mm-hmm. play. It took him two three years, but sure is playing now. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, it's, they're gonna they're gonna have next year a healthy Clay, um, likely a healthy Curry. Yeah, and uh, and they'll have Wiggins who uh-huh. and a high pick unless they trade it. So yeah, yeah it'll and, be interesting. And the interesting top five picks, you know, see next year. Now there's and they there's won't the talk. There's the talk mm-hmm. out there that uh, they won't go big, will they? What will they do? Well, there's the talk that they uh, – the only reason they got Wiggins was to package him with a top-five pick. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucks are not going to do that in 100 years. Huh? They, yeah. They're saying that – the rumor is that they're they're trying – they're going to get Giannis with Wiggins and oh, no. that pick. No, no way. No. <laughs> they so better guess... be throwing Thompson in on that if they – Right, want to come close. So I guess Curry, what he'll only get about five weeks, uh, twenty games in or something. I guess they just want to see. Yeah, yeah back yeah, healthy. I guess, I guess it's better for him to. Uh, Most people would shut him down. Go ahead and get back into playing. That way, he doesn't have to shake off as much rust next mm. season when they're competitive again. Right. Um, but. Uh, Curry is not the only addition to uh, NBA squad today. Uh, Dion Waiters <laughs> was added to the Lakers. Yeah, they just keep adding a piece here or there. So I, I believe this was something that was that was announced was coming a few days ago when they released DeMarcus Cousins, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, wait, didn't they pick up Morris? In oh, that yeah, that's right. They picked, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So how are they able to sign waiters? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder who. <laughs> I didn't see that they released anybody. They had to get rid of somebody, didn't they? I I mean, we'll be look, looking that up I after the show. So. Yeah, we'll have to be looking that, looking that up. So, uh, I mean, what what do you see? Is this a substantial addition? I don't think so. That seems like a mismatch to me. Um, like they say, they want to surround LeBron with shooters, but Waiters, he's more of a just a, a 
score. I mean, he looks to score. He's not going to just take pick his spots to to shoot. You know, he's going to he, shoot a lot. He is a. I career, don't think that's what they wanted. A career forty one percent shooter from the field. Mm. Uh, just under thirty five percent from the three. And yeah, he's just not a spot up shooter. He's like yeah, dribble, dribble, and step back and shoot. Yeah, so I don't see. I don't see they're really helping him, but we'll see. You know, then, uh, I know that some people have uh, nicknamed him Waiters Island because once he gets the ball, he's on an <laughs> island. Yeah, I, they. I think maybe they should call him Black Hole because once the ball goes there, you ain't never seeing it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, but uh, you know, he he could provide some valuable scoring off the bench. Um, but he's so inconsistent. I don't. I don't think that this is anything that says, "Oh well." If if we weren't certain before that the Lakers were going to win the West, then they're definitely going to now. No. I, I don't. I don't see that as part of the situation. Um, what would their second unit be? Quinn Cook, Waiters, Morris, Kuzma, Caruso. Oh yeah. And like a Howard or McGee, whoever doesn't start. Uh, is Rondo starting? I don't know. Or Avery or Avery Bradley even. Yeah, I'm, I haven't watched uh, much Lakers. I mean, I pretty much no. just the Celtics games. I can't watch them all. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it's that big of a splash. But speaking of big splashes. <laughs> Zion Williamson <laughs> one every time he dives into a swim pool. I'm yeah, splash. I would say so. Uh, but uh, you know he has made a big splash. Um, you know since he's come back from that injury, uh, certainly. Yeah, what is he? Uh, you know he's average twenty two a game. Kind of living up to the hype, isn't he? You know, uh, he's averaging. Oh, 17 games is averaging 24 and six. Mm-hmm. Well, just shy of seven rebounds. What's he shooting percentage wise? Upper uh, 60s? No, nah, he's uh, upper 50s. He's uh, yeah, upper 50s. Shooting uh, 582. Okay. And he's shooting 41% from three. Uh, wow. But how many? A lot of them, but. How many more has he hit? Yeah. Um, it's that first game when he hit four. He has – he's 5 of 12. Oh, jeez. So, so, he hit four – well, he was at four or four that game. Yeah, so he's hit one more. One more. So, he's been uh, one of eight since. Yeah, wow. So, <laughs> kind of evening out there. So, the, the the big question with the emergence of Zion and, mm-hmm. and uh, the sophomore emergence Same of uh, Luka Doncic. Yeah. Who do you build your team? If you had to pick one, who do you build your team around? I'm still going Luca because uh, he's more of a assist assist man. A triple double, of course. We've already talked about triple doubles, how much they mean. Yeah. But I mean, he's a triple threat. I'd say he re- he uh, scores, he passes, and he rebounds. What what is the average rebounding seven? Like what? Like Zion and Zion's only about a hundred pounds. Uh, more than him. Just kidding. Uh, 
Like eight rebounds, probably. I just think he can do it all. And uh, at the end of the game, I see Luca's going to take the shot, not Zion. Zion's just going to get put back dunks and score inside. If you need a last second shot for the win, it's going to be Luca. I mean, Zion's not going to dribble. He's not going to be the last shot of the game, is he? It's going to be Brandon Ingram for for the Pelicans or Holiday. Uh, so, actually, Luca is heavily out rebounding Zion. Yeah. Uh, Luca's line is 28.5, 9.5, 8.8. That's what I thought. That makes no sense. Zion is so much bigger. And he's shy of seven rebounds, and Luca's averaging over eight. That's nuts. Of course, yeah, Zion's playing on that. Yeah, you know, he's he's not confident in his knee. I yeah. don't think so. That probably yeah. has something to do with it. Um, yeah, I'm going Luca all day though. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going Luca because I think there's still questions to be answered about Zion's health. Mm-hmm. Um, five years down the road, if Zion remains healthy, if it's not if I'm not looking at it like uh, like another Embiid situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I alluded to earlier. Um, five years down the road, maybe maybe I change my mind. Uh, yeah, but but right now I, I'm still not sure if Zion is going to be able, if his knees are going to be able to hold up to all that right. weight, yeah, and all that athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a scary combination in a good way and a bad way because. Scary because he wants to get in front of that. Yeah. It's scary because it, it could end up being his downfall. Yeah, when you come down so much, landing on your feet and knees like that. Yeah. So many years of wear and tear, yeah, it's going to be an issue, I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, kind of. he's kind of built a little bit like Larry Johnson, wouldn't you mm-hmm. say? We know how long Larry he Johnson lasts. had that same issue. Yeah, back. Yeah, he was about thirty years old when he was done. Uh, but but speaking of 30. speaking of former Knicks, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know the 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 Knicks saga, or shall I say the James Dolan saga? Mm-hmm. The NBA gets worse. sadder and sadder. It's worse. Yeah. Um, Dolan, of course, has been at the center of. Um, the Knicks becoming, uh, I would say, the laughing stock of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, he and and something something new transpired the other night. Uh, of course, we all know how Spike Lee has been sitting courtside for. You know, oh yeah, thirty. 40 years or something. Since you and I have been watching the Knicks play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he is, he's been, he's been a staple. He's been there longer than Dolan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, so I I just happened to catch it on, on, uh, on sports center or not on sports center, but on get up another morning. Um, mm-hmm. That, uh, Spike Lee was saying was was talking about uh, uh, what happened at 
the next game, I think it was uh, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. He was taking the the entrance that he said he's been taking for 30 years, <laughs> an employee entrance. He's been taking this employee entrance for 30 years. And then just suddenly they're like, mm, no, no, you can't. You can't How does that his entrance? How does that happen? Uh, Where does that come from? I don't, and, and, and the thing is, like, he has to get his ticket scanned to even get to this because he it was an uh, an employee elevator that goes up to the floor is is what he's what he's been taking and he's <laughs> he has to get his ticket scanned in the first yeah. place to get <laughs> to this elevator. So they tell him. Uh, no, you can't use the elevator. You need to get off the elevator. You need to go back outside and come through the general entrance or the VIP entrance. He's like, well, you've already scanned my ticket. So what's going to happen when I try to use that entrance is they're going to say, your ticket's already been scanned. You can't come back in. Uh, And so he said, I'm not leaving. Uh, And then like some, some security showed up that was more familiar with the situation (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, "Look, Spike, I'll I'll walk you to your seat myself." And he's like, "All right, thanks, got." Wow, yeah. And so halftime, James Dolan comes down to Spike's seat and says they need to have a they need to have a conversation. <laughs> um, and Spike was like, "No, no, we don't." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so uh, Spike said. And I've never seen Spike Lee not at a New York Knicks game. He said, I'm not going for at least the rest of the year. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, and, and this is just this is just more of more of the same for James Dolan. I mean Oh yeah, Charles Oakley first and now Spike. Yeah, you know, we had we had the Oakley situation where uh Gordon to Oakley Dolan had been ducking him. Um, he'd been trying to get a meeting with Do- with Dolan. Dolan's been ducking him, so he went to go talk to Dolan himself at a at a game, mm-hmm. and he got the uh, got security involved and actually had Oakley arrested. Yeah, um, crazy. But uh, oh, but I forgot the the most disappointing thing about that Spike Lee situation was the the statement the Knicks released on <laughs> the next day, you know, most, most very visible companies or sports organizations, when something like that happens, they'll, they'll say, Hey, you know, it's, there's some, they might, they might, you know, they might say that they don't agree with the accusation, but, but they're <laughs> sorry yeah, that person feels hurt, mm-hmm. um, and they'll be real diplomatic about it. <laughs> but the Not same the release was: it is laughable that Spike Lee feels as, as though he was harassed. <laughs> and I mean, it just—I mean, I can't remember it word for word, obviously. But the gist of the <laughs> the gist of the statement was: Spike Lee is a joke, and <laughs> we do what we want, or he's lying, uh, or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, we do what we want. <laughs> and it sounded it sounded like something James Dolan would have written because <laughs> I remember back in 2015 when a longtime season Knicks season ticket holder 
emailed James Dolan and said that, uh, hey, you know, I'm not really happy with the way the team's going. And he, he didn't make personal attacks here. He <laughs> just said, you've made some mistakes. I'm not really happy with it. Yeah. Please write the ship because I don't know how much longer I can take it. <laughs> and Dolan's response was uh, much the same as, as Charles Oakley. Uh, well, you're probably an alcoholic. So you're an alcoholic, maybe. You could get some help. Um, Holy cow. And told him, go cheer for the Nets because the Knicks don't want you. Mm-mm. By the way, who the hell would not, rather not be cheering for the Nets right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, At least they're going to get in the playoffs with a losing record. <laughs> yeah. Seven or eight games under. <laughs> so I just wanted to hit hit a few few things about uh, James Olinger. You know, he, he, he bought the Knicks in 99. That was uh, the last year they went to the finals. <laughs> yes, they, they went to the finals that year. Yeah. Um, and um, then that, they, they went to the playoffs the next couple years. Just but, a coincidence. But uh, got into the got into the playoffs in two thousand, stayed in the playoffs until two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, but with losing records, mm. or, or two thousand four was they okay. between two thousand two and two thousand four they made the playoffs with a re- losing record. Between two thousand five and two thousand eleven, didn't make it. They did not make the playoffs at all. Right. He. Traded Patrick Ewing, yeah, um, and Ewing signed with Orlando for two million dollars <laughs> the next year. So mm-hmm. I bet Ewing would have signed with the Knicks for two million dollars. Yeah, I know, I know Ewing was, I know Ewing was far past his prime, but I mean he's been this guy's been the face of the organization since nineteen eighty four. Yeah, or eighty six, right. How about in the middle, 85? 85, yeah. <laughs> um, and you can't throw $2 million at the guy? Yeah. Um, Crazy. So, Ewing went on to play for two teams, then he played in Seattle. Oh, no, he got traded. That's where they traded him. So I, I Traded him to the, Seattle, and then he signed with yeah. the Magic next year. I think it was the same, the same offseason. Um, he offered... Uh, 30-year-old Allen Houston, $100 million contract. Or no, this was this was the same thing. This was, uh, this was in 2001. Um, and then Houston ended his career, didn't he? Yeah, Houston uh, retired three years later. Now, here's the, here's the kicker. The next highest bidder for Allen Houston was $75 million. Gosh. He, he paid 25% above market value yeah. for Allen Houston. Couldn't get Ewing <laughs> two million, right? Uh, and Houston did lead lead the Knicks in scoring the year that they signed him, mm-hmm. um, but it was a team that couldn't score. He led the team in scoring, scoring with eighteen point seven points per game. Mm. Um, and after his retirement. About forty million dollars of that contract remained on the Knicks books. Yeah, wow. So, That's not good. Then he hires Isaiah Thomas. Oh gosh. Which, 
just a few quick hits on him. Do you know um, how many coaches the Knicks have had since Pat Riley or whatever? It's ridiculous. Uh, well, there's been Thomas, Brown, um, Wilkins. Um, Dan Tony. Dan Tony. Um, What's the guy from the Fisher. Hawks? Woodson, Mike Woodson. Yeah. Fisher, yeah. Rambus interim, interimed a couple of times. Didn't he know him? That was maybe Minnesota. Kurt Rambus. So, like, so Dolan, Dolan gives Isaiah Thomas just free reign, do whatever you want, right? Yeah. So, here's what Isaiah Thomas does. He traded two first-round picks for Eddie Curry, who had averaged 11.8 points and 4.9 rebounds to that point <laughs> in his career. You know who those two first-round picks ended up being? Man, I can't think. LaMarcus Aldridge and Joe Kim Noah. No way. Signed Jerome James, wow. a Career bench warmer. Jeez. After after the guy had a couple of good games in the playoffs mm-hmm. because the entire Suns team was injured. <laughs> um, Sonics, maybe. Oh, was it the Sonics? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, signed him to a five-year, $30 million contract, which was a lot back then. That's mm-hmm. nothing now. That's a lot back then. Uh in those four, in that four year, in four years, I guess they released him in his fifth. In four years with the Knicks, uh, he played in only ninety games, started twenty of those, and averaged two point five points, one point eight rebounds. <laughs> Signed Jerry Jeffries to a five year thirty million oh dollar contract. Jeffries averaged six point one points, four point eight rebounds, one point six assists prior to joining the Knicks. Mm. In his three years, he averaged four point five, three point nine, and one point two. Now I thought. He would actually do something. Maybe he was more – he could have transcended more in this era than back then, you know, a 6'11". Yeah, like, stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my personal favorite, uh, drafted Ronaldo Balkman. Oh, my god! 20th pick of the draft. What? The 20th pick of the 2006 draft. Yeah, and we're all like, uh, you could have got my- him in the second round, Isaiah. He could have signed him. Yeah. He wasn't even projected to be picked. No. Terrible. Uh, he ends up playing 133 games and averages 4.2 points, 3.8 rebounds, and 15.2 minutes. Uh, what they passed up on was Rajon Rondo, Kyle Lowry, and Paul Millsap. Yeah. Uh, you could just evaluate. You could just sit there and see the difference in those players. Yes. And you go with Ronaldo Bachman. Gosh. Um, Maybe he, he had fired two Hall of Fame coaches in a, about a season and a half. Um, Lenny Wilkins coached 81 games. Well, I guess about two seasons. Lenny Wilkins coached 81 <laughs> games, fired him 39 games to his second season. And then Larry Brown. Um, and then Larry Brown yeah. got his one year um, because uh, Brown let it be known that, hey, these guys don't know what they're doing. They're <laughs> Give me some players. Yeah. And what about, remember when D'Antoni took over uh, Stefan Marbury? Like, he was yeah. he was alienated from the team. Just so much uh, drama and, I don't know. They traded two first-round organization, huh? They traded two first-round picks for him. Oh, which, yeah? Which, uh, you know, at the time seemed like, because he was one of the top point guards in the league at the time. Yeah. Um, 
but it just it didn't work out. Um, oh, and they tried they tried to play just, him just and Steve Francis to together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that wasn't gonna happen. And, and D'Antonio just stopped playing him at all. Oh yeah, or or he just he refused to go in, wasn't it? What was the deal? What what started it all? Uh, I thought he. I thought it had something to do with he didn't want to play next to Francis. Oh, okay. I was going to say, was he just yeah, I don't remember, right? too much of a ball hog and D'Antonio didn't like it or something? So, uh, I mean, of, it's been bad since, yeah, 2000. One of those two picks they traded for Marbury, it was Kirk Snyder. They didn't miss much on that. But no. Josh Smith and J.R. Smith were Ooh. the next two picks, so they could have had them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gordon Hayward was the other uh, pick. That wow, <laughs> that was a long <laughs> several years later, huh? Yeah. Huh. Um, and of course, you know, he, they they go they go and get Carmelo. Yeah, but they had to give up their whole team to get. They him. sure did, man. And they didn't get much back. They got Chauncey Billups uh, sure. in that trade, yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. he was on the back his contract. His con- he was he was on an expiring contract. Um, and not only did they, I mean, they didn't give up any really great players. Um, Gallinari was Gallinari, yeah. Up. Um, but they also gave gave up two draft picks. Mm. Dario Saric, uh, he's, mm. he's okay. He's okay. He's you know. Yeah. And then Jamal Murray. Uh, I'm sure they wish they had Jamal. Murray. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um. Yeah, and by that time, Amari had his injury. So, what they did make the playoffs two years in a row, right? They actually won a first round game uh, yeah. series, but that was it. And they they tried they tried to JR bring. Smith. They never could bring in the right stars. Uh, no, they brought in um, Tyson Chandler and Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Baron Davis. Stoudemire was nothing like he was with the Suns. Uh, Jason Kidd uh, played his last year there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not that. It's funny. I thought he played his last year with Mavericks. No, Knicks. Huh. Cuban was mad that he didn't sign back with Dallas, and he went to the Knicks. Oh, uh, the pick they received—they they received a pick in the Carmelo trade, but they traded it to get uh, Andrea Bargnani. Yeah, I started to mention him earlier. What happened to him? He was a player for the Raptors and then when he got to New York <laughs> I don't know I think he got injured maybe and then after that he got or something. once Carmelo gets booted off uh, then Phil Jackson comes in <laughs> it's even worse ruins yeah. his career and uh, makes Porzingis want to get traded I mean they just can't get anything right man yeah it's, um, somebody needs to look in the mirror that that pick they traded turned out to be Jacob Pogel, so yeah. Jakob Pertle? Yeah, yeah, Jakob. Sorry. <laughs> These pronunciations you never know what you're gonna get. I was like, who's like, that? <laughs> Jacob Pertle. And I, I I think the maybe the biggest miss Steve Novak. No. <laughs> was uh, after they hired Phil Jackson. Yeah. Their first choice was Steve Kerr. Oh Kerr yeah. Asked for thirty million over five years. Oh yeah. Dolan rebutted with thirteen million over three years. <laughs> um, 
because I bet Kerr Dolan would... told told Kerr, yeah, I don't want to pay that much for. But then he no experience. Paid more for Fisher. Then pays Derek Fisher twenty five million yeah. over five years. Who was a coach <laughs> with no prior experience? Exactly. But I bet Kerr is sure glad he didn't take that job. They're talking about Mark Jackson maybe going going back there. They didn't give Fizdale long. Yeah. Who are you hearing? Mark Jackson. Uh whoever whoever it is, is anybody else. Like I'd stay away. Yes, I I would like. Yeah. Unless unless you're just really done with coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would stay away. John Beeline. Because <laughs> you you're not gonna get any players there. Players nope. know that Dolan Yeah, I guess that's dirty. what it is. Guess that's what they it don't is. Play. Yeah. Like like the the biggest market in the world and no one wants to play there. That's bad. Because the guy that owns them is such a huge jerk. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And you know, we saw what happened with uh, with uh, you know Sterling mm-hmm. with the Clippers? I mean, Dolan hasn't done anything like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's clear that he's just trashing this team. Yeah, trashing one. It, should the Knicks be the one of the proudest organizations? <laughs> they haven't won anything since 1972, <laughs> so I don't know. But they are one of the proudest organizations in the league, and they've got nothing to be for for a while. Even though they weren't winning finals, at least they were going to the playoffs and competing in the playoffs. Yes, yeah. And that was something to be proud of. There's nothing to be proud of there anymore, Mm-mm. and no one wants to go play there because nope. James freaking Dolan. <laughs> exactly. The guy's more worried about his his Blues career that. Will never happen. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, like, um, didn't know that. I think it was, uh, I think it was Nate Robinson when when they was on the uh, <laughs> the, the mm-hmm. podcast with uh, Quentin Richardson and uh, Darius Miles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> James Dolan put on a concert for the team, and Nate Robinson was laughing about it, and like no one, of the, one of the best was like. No, he takes this really serious. You need to stop. <laughs> wow. Uh, you said one of the refs? No, one of the vets. One of the veterans. Oh, okay. He takes this really serious. <laughs> but oh, man. like the NBA could they could vote to remove him if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But it, I think he's just I think Sterling it's, would. It's gonna take for him to do something I mean, silver, o- sorry. overtly racist like like Sterling did. For him to be removed, I think. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, like there was even the, uh, I, I, you know, Isaiah got sued for sexual harassment. I mm-hmm. think there's been some accusations uh, towards him too, and that wasn't enough to get him removed. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm not a Knicks fan, but it no. the NBA just seems a little bit empty when the Knicks are not even competitive. True. And the Bulls too, they're they're far from it. Yeah. Right now. There's there's some like the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys, but Yeah. The the NFL seems weird when the Cowboys aren't mm-hmm. winning in the playoffs. 
but yeah. well, anyway, so we're gonna <laughs> move away from our NBA talk. Yeah, please uh, let us get into March Madness. <laughs> yes, coming it up. Is, uh, it is Ryan Ross Christmas, <laughs> and March Madness is yes, underway. We sir. have our first week of championship uh, go. conference tournaments uh, mm-hmm. this week. Uh, we saw San Diego State get get a slight scare, uh, but they ended up pulling it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had uh, they were they were down. Uh, I think about six seven minutes left. Uh, Still don't know why they were playing so early. Aren't they on the West Coast, or it was at Air Force, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's that's you know, and well, I don't know. I don't know if it's that specific Pacific time. Yeah. Um, but Air Force is in Provo, Utah. Okay. Um, I, I think uh, that might be BYU, but Air Force yeah. somewhere in Utah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's pretty early. But uh the game is already over at about seven o'clock. So you said Michigan State had a scare, but then they they're gonna pull it out. Um no, it wasn't Michigan State, it was Michigan. Uh but oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm All certain right. they have uh wrapped that one up. Let me check I thought the you said Michigan real State. quick. If that was come up uh, for me. That was against who? Um, Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ended up winning 82-58. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but uh, it was a four-point game at halftime, so. That's something. <laughs> they didn't score in the second half. It was uh, not going well for Fred Hoiberg there. Oh, I forgot he was there. So, so he went from Iowa. tied up right now. Who? Houston, UConn, they're they're tied up right now. So he went from Iowa State to the pros, the Bulls, right? And now he's at Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, wow. That pro job just lures too many coaches away, and they can't handle it. And they can't do it. Tim Floyd. Ohio State is up by eight with three thirty-eight remaining. On Illinois, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so. We're going to the further talk about Ohio the... State can get, the better it's going to be for Kentucky. What? The further Ohio State can get, the better it's going to be for Kentucky. Yes, true. Speaking All of right. Kentucky, what about that debacle on Saturday? <laughs> I'm sorry, Tuesday boy, night. Tuesday night. Boy, that was just that was just a cluster of chaos. I there was I went so to much ba- happening. I turned it off behind the scenes. Even. Uh, well, yeah, but let's talk about the game first. Yep. What? Game wise, what happened? Yeah, we had a healthy, healthy lead at halftime. How much did they outscore us in the second half? Uh, well, we led by 17 at one point <sighs> in the second half, and that's uh, horrible. I'm not sure what the what the time stamp was. How do you lose by eight? And you lose by I feel eight. Like, I feel like we were up by like 13. It's a 25 point turnaround, or, or about 13 minutes. We were up by 17, I think, somewhere around there. That's crazy. And, That's why uh, I lost. I, I lost interest in it. Yeah, uh, it but was late. Uh, it was a late game, so I turned it off. So, yeah. So, like thirty seconds into the second half, Hagens gets his third foul, mm-hmm. comes out of the game. Which then kind when he of, goes back in the game. Kind of makes sense. He's terrible. Oh. When he goes back in the game, <laughs> he, he's 
I think about 10 minutes left, he goes back in. He stinks it up. (laughs) He's turning it over. He can't hit shots. Um, He's not finding an open man. It it was one of the worst games I've seen him play. Mm. Yeah, he's getting worse instead of better. Yeah. And – I don't know what's wrong. I know it's just, it's just what I've been saying all year. We, you know, we can't, we cannot close out games. Nope. But usually, usually, most of the time, when we get a big lead and lose it, we still we, we end up not completely losing it. Yeah, but and it ends up being a close game. But we did Tuesday. But yeah. boy, did they lose it Tuesday. Bad Tennessee team. And. It you know, I didn't even. No. Some of the people, you know, my you know my brother, he he loves to talk about how the refs yeah. ripped us off. He didn't even say that. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I yeah, see something. You, you have those, you have those UK fans that give other UK fans a bad name. That nothing that Calipari ever did or nothing that a player does has ever cost us a game. It's always the officiating. <laughs> right. You get some of those. I, I didn't see any of that. Uh, I saw people being like, what the heck happened? We're up 17. Hey, now people are saying that win right there has put UT in the conversation of making the tournament. <laughs> I First, I'm not sure how. Her first four out. Like, what's the record in conference uh, and out? I couldn't tell Me you. Uh, yeah, well, that's I crazy. They're about 500. You get a team. They beat Kentucky, and that's going to propel them in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well put Evansville in. <laughs> but, um, so. Yeah. The next day, uh, I'm going through my Twitter and uh, I see uh, that there was some talk about uh, a confrontation on the bench. Yeah, I, you brought that to my attention. I didn't know. And Hagen's, I noticed Hagen's was kind of like moping on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't really think it was anything extreme. But apparently what happened was Calipari told him to go back in the game. Mm-hmm. And he says, mm, you'll just take me out again. <laughs> wow. It's like, what? You don't want to play? Cal tells him, go back in the game or go to the locker room. Wow. And uh, apparently he had some words with with uh, one of the assistants as well. Yeah. Um, then he go he does decide to go back in the game, but when he goes back, he goes back into the game. He's still stewing, and mm-hmm. he's telling uh, he's telling uh, Nick Richards. He's yelling at Nick Richards on the on the court. Throw me the ball, pass me the ball, <laughs> over and over. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you know, I don't know, like. <laughs> I wouldn't expect to see Ashton Hagen's back. It, even if he doesn't go to the draft, yeah. this to me, the writing on the wall to me mm-hmm. is that Ashton Hagen's getting happy here, which is fine. A lot of guys get unhappy here because <laughs> – Yeah, too much. Whether – whether Pressure. Whether they accepted 
because I know I know what the pitch is. Cal Cal never tells you that he's gonna kiss your butt. Mm-hmm. That's never the pitch. That is the pitch for so many coaches when they when they're trying to bring in a great player. Yeah. Cal does not do that. Cal says you're gonna work for everything mm-hmm. that you get, and you're gonna work against the best players. And some guys, it sounds good when they're hearing it, but once they start living it, it's not so good. Right. And once they get a little success, then they expect mm-hmm. that it should change. And I wonder if this is where Hagen's is at now. Hagen's had a little success, and now uh, right. you know, coach ain't giving him special treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not happy. But hey, this is a very bad time for them to uh, start having controversies or whatever on the <laughs> on the bench. This is they've got one more regular season game and then tournament time. Like this is the worst time to have a complete. Right. Mess. No, this is this is the time that chemistry is supposed to yeah, be ramp- killed. Not, yeah, not a time for that's chemistry what, to be disrupted. That's what I'm saying. And if that carries on into the tournament, they'll be out in the first or second round. Oh, uh, you know, like Coach Cal said after in the first half, he was like, "I think this is the final four team." Whoa. But at the end of the game, no. he, you know, he doesn't know what they're what they're going to be. When did he say yeah. that at halftime during the interview? Uh, no, he he said in the the post game press conference. Oh, 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 oh yeah, okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, but, it's uh, not looking real good when you got. Uh, I don't know when you're not gelling right now at the end of the season. And you know, last I, game at Florida Saturday. I said, I said earlier um, that I thought they were possibly. I said Elite Eight was the ceiling mm-hmm. um, when we talked about. It, I think last week, uh, and I think Sweet Sixteen's the ceiling. Yeah, uh, I mean, with I mean, I, and I thought that before I knew anything about. Yeah, the, against the, the, when I saw them lose that seventeen point lead, man. If quickly, if quickly can just carry us the first couple games. Well, I'm sorry. If we can just rely on our talent the first two games, then if quickly can carry us like in that third game to the elite eight, I could see that. But it just depends on the matchups, man. It doesn't matter what seed you are. I mean, we can't you, hold a seventeen point lead against you play. Like, oh, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, they ain't having them. Um, but that wasn't the only. What else was going on? Yeah. Um, apparently there is there was a young man. Although I used probably college age. Uh, now I, I, I will say this: if you're if you're not a child and you are dressed not just in a Kentucky jersey, but also in Kentucky shorts and got it tucked in like you're on the team. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's what he was doing. Come on, bro. He was he was wearing that. He was wearing that. But that's that's the only thing I'm gonna pick on him about. The guy is up on his chair, you know, cheering, Good cheering team. for the team. You know, that's that's what you're supposed to do when you buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. And the people behind him and the people around him are all sitting on their lumps <laughs> and yelling at him to sit down. <laughs> like these are the kinds of people. They need to stop coming to the games so people like that kid 
can get their ticket <laughs> because I'm so tired of watching game. Like when I was a kid, I remember every game. It didn't matter. Didn't matter if we were playing Long Beach State <laughs> in November and we're up by 30. Yeah. Rupp was live and lit. Mm-hmm. No more. Mm. At the the moment something does not go Kentucky's way, everyone's sitting down and shutting up. Jeez. Hey, we forgot to mention the Knicks attendance has gone way, way down since 2006 during all that Dolan stuff. Oh, you got a figure on that? No, I just mean their capacity oh, was 19-something, yeah. and they're only filling 16,000. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, but uh, no wonder attendance has gone down. Yeah. Well, uh, so I mean, like, just, just please, please, <laughs> like, if you're, if you're, I understand that a lot of old folks are the season ticket holders because the season tickets are a legacy thing. Mm-hmm. I get it that you're old, you don't have the energy anymore. <laughs> Stand up and yell. Mm-hmm. Please just go ahead and pass your season tickets on to your kids or your grandkids or somebody <laughs> that's going to go there and cheer on the team. Man. Like opposing uh, opponents are no longer, no one's intimidated by Rupp Arena anymore. <laughs> the greatest venue in college basketball once was. Really? Wow. No one's intimidated. I didn't know that. Well, hmm, good to know. <laughs> what, that, what else happened? SEC people have said, said like, oh okay, you know, it, for uh, they'll they'll say if it's a big game, it's intimidating. But if it's just a Tuesday game against a five hundred opponent, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. So, and then, what else? To add to all the chaos, jeez, uh, a woman was caught on a, a cell phone. Calling what started uh, it? Calling some African American balls fans then work. Mm. You know, Still. I know that the, the, you know the tensions are high. You just lost seventeen point lead. I'm I'm sure the balls fans are are very gleeful mm. about that. But you can't go there. But you can't say that. No. And, and she's been banned. Mm. She's been banned from Rupp Arena. Mm-mm. Which is fine by me. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, what a. But, but besides of what she did, what bothers me. Game Tuesday. <laughs> what bothers me the most is what she did. But also, what bothers me is I've seen people on Twitter tweeting out the video oh. and saying, these are your Kentucky fans, like making out like this is a Kentucky fan thing. Mm hmm. This is not a Kentucky fan thing. No. This is the South. Individual. Unfortunately, it's still stuck in the 1960s when it comes to racial relations yeah. type thing. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. And it didn't just happen in Rook. No. You asked the Marcus Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hopefully so. we can move on from that game and <laughs> put, some, what let's a, put a positive what spin a on man. Friday. What? So what a nightmare! I mean, it was. Saturday. We play Florida. What it noon or three or something? 
I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that in front of me. Last game of the season, then we'll head into conference tournament play. But, I mean, they better – they're going to play Florida away. They better bring yeah. something better than what they had at home. At home, yeah, that's crazy. We've lost more home games than normal this year. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. All right. And, hmm? you know, since we're still on Kentucky, <laughs> let me just say this. And my brother will argue with me about this until he's blue in the face. Get it, Can blue. we stop ask, acting like John Calipari can do no wrong? <laughs> Some of that 17-point crumble has got to fall back on the coach. Yeah. And we've seen this. We've seen this several times where the team, a much more, a much more talented team gets beat by a far less talented team. And yeah. the, there's, there's, there's a sect of UK fans that want to absolve Calipari of any blame. <laughs> and you, you tell me, if I knew for 100% that Kentucky could get Brad Stevens, oh, wow. I'd get rid of Calipari today. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I guess that'd be on the only one. Because you, you have, like, I'm not saying fire Calipari today no matter what. No. Yeah. I'm not going that far. Stevens may not get but, the players, but he will get more out of them, whoever comes there. I mean, I think he could get the players, too. He could get I mean, the players? Okay. I mean, it's Kentucky. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. Get, well, a, I mean, get a better mix, a better mesh of players than just grabbing five. I don't think he's going to be getting one-on-one players. Uh, five stars. And no, no, that's two, what I'm saying. Four stars every year. No. Um, but they'll hang around and have a better chemistry. Yeah, I mean, I think probably. I think you get more out of the players, and yeah, he like Cal's strengths are recruiting, yeah, motivation, and, uh, and getting chemistry from creating chemistry from a bunch of guys that want to be the guy. <laughs> uh, that that's that's his strengths. Um, he's a good and he's a good motivator. Mm-hmm. He is not a good exit in those. No, no. Like, there's, I've, I've never, I've never seen like him come up with some grand out of bounds play, or him draw something up and when we need a bucket the most and be like, oh wow, that was brilliant. I've never seen that. Exactly. I mean, he's he's more than just roll the ball out there, like some people say. But yeah, he's he's not he's not an outstanding X's and O's. What guy. about when you said the first the opening round game? He goes, Ah, we haven't even watched film on him. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, what? How do you yeah, like? How do you do that? Gonna gonna why? end up one one day gonna end up like Virginia. Why would you in, why would you admit that in front of every, the whole public too? Yeah. Well, hey man. We're probably gonna have to so wrap, we got, wrap. Yeah. So yeah, we got uh, 
SEC is really down this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got like four. We may get right one now. less than the ACC. Yeah. yeah. Lunardi has uh, ten from the Big well, Ten, which according according to go ahead. according to his uh, bracketology from Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah. ACC only has four as well. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw five listed, but yeah, it uh, might be four. Got uh, ten Big Ten, mm-hmm. seven Pac twelve, seven Which... Big East, five Big Twelve. Oh, I got six. Four, four for SEC, ACC, mm-hmm. American West Coast, three, and down West two. Yeah. Which I was surprised the Pac twelve they hardly ever have very many in. How are they getting seven? Oregon, uh, Arizona, Arizona State. You, um, who's the team that opened up? Let's say, well, who else is it? Uh, is Utah? No, they. Yeah, UCLA. Are they? They gonna put them in? Oh, okay. USC. USC. Yeah, they're they're all a bunch of eight nine seeds, probably. Yeah, like no like one's mediocre. Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. That's who it is. Colorado is actually. Pretty good seed. Yeah, I was surprised they were number Oregon's six, four. two on the list. And then Big Arizona's East. Arizona's a six. Remember then the Big East used to be the conference that get 10 or 11 in? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was supposed to be ACC and not this year. All right, well, well, probably next week we will have our big March Madness whole full show on that, right? Of – yeah, favorite pass or, pass or maybe maybe even bigger in two weeks. <laughs> okay, yeah, we yeah. Actually, have to practice, and the games are about to start. You're right. That'll be the first game if we do it. If we continue on Thursday, that'll be the first day of the 16 games. Exactly. Next week, maybe we'll talk about our favorite moments. Well, all right, man. We want to hit just a few quick trivia. So you so you had some trivia for me. Yeah. Well, we had PC, who's a little under the weather this week. Um, are we going to hear from him? But I'll ask three right here. Do we know if we're going to hear from PC? You want me to read these first three to Greg? Yeah, you go All ahead right. and do well, that. And I'll be get fast because I know we're and... overstepping our time here. All right, Greg. It's all on you. <laughs> Hot seat. It seems like we answered this, this maybe before, or maybe it was in the line along the lines of this. Do you know which team has the longest streak of appearing in the tournament, and how many years straight? The longest streak of Making appearing in the tournament. tournament yeah. Like current streak or just streak? Uh, I think it's current. I couldn't tell you when they weren't in it last. Villanova? Kansas. 30, uh, 30 years. So from 1990 till now, I, th- I think they've made it. Does that make okay. sense? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. 
Number two, what player has been named most outstanding player of the Final Four the most times? Uh, yeah. Surely. Older. Okay. Um, <laughs> surely what? Walton? Oh, same school, but a little, early, a little earlier. Yeah. Kareem, or I guess Lou Alcindor back then. And number three. Should be fairly easy since it was just a few years back and and everybody was talking about it. What In what year did all number one seeds advance to the final four? That, <laughs> Don't you remember? 2017? Mm, no. It wasn't that close. I just mean it was in this century. <laughs> oh. Not century. <laughs> Almost decade, but not quite. No, I don't know. You're gonna tell me. Yeah, two thousand eight. It had yeah. we had Kansas, North Carolina, UCLA, and Memphis. All number one seeds went to the final four. I could have told you that. I would have got that one right, PC. <laughs> now it's now to you. Hmm? I figured. You had the teams. I, I, I didn't know, even send you the teams were. on that one. Hey, I'm going to ask you and Travis next right. week from 1990 <clears throat> till last year who played in the final game, and I'll know everyone. <laughs> I will. Okay, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'll just want to see won't. what they'll say. I, I probably can't go five years. How close back. they'll get. Okay. Well, I can't I go back to last year, so don't even bother well, with me. I can't splice two uh, All right, how many two interviews together, so there you go. <laughs> well, I All right. do the talking. How many teams have won the how championship with an undefeated season? Two. One. Yep. We already knew the San Francisco and Indiana. Well. Oh, my gosh. Seven? There's you must have seven. Um, you must have went back to 19. Are you, you're not counting – are you counting years, or are you just counting team, the school? Well, counting years, too, on this. Because UCLA has done it several times. They've got four in North Carolina, San Francisco, and Indiana. Like 58 or something? Yeah. Oh, wow, I wouldn't have known. 57. Cool, seven teams. I'm surprised. Okay. Clyde Lovelett. What? Was their star player. Clyde Lovelet. Okay. Appreciate that. All right. Oh, and uh, I think Billy Cunningham was on that team. Too. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Which team has the most four appearances? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be UCLA. North Carolina. Wait, you've already asked that. North Carolina. Then I should have got it. Well, I, I changed my mind. Well, yeah, I was getting ready to change it. No, it change like, it after right. I say it. That's not you'll fair. Hear, you'll hear it tomorrow when it comes up. Okay. All right, one more here. Yeah. Well, my voice is still holding out on me. The in two thousand two, a thirteen seed defeated number four USC. I think I got Who it. was the thirteen seed? UNC Wilmington. Yep. Yes. 
We'll go out on a high note. I feel good now. Thanks. I wish I had got my North Carolina right. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just kind of on standby when we do these uh, NCAA trivias. <laughs> standby. Uh, you, you definitely got me on that. Yeah, I was surprised. I figured you'd – I thought you'd know more of your 90s and your tournament trivia. Okay. No, man, I was – I was too busy playing uh, playing Sega most of the time to, <laughs> okay. to watch the games. <laughs> yeah. All righty, G Reg. Yeah, well, we uh, thank you all for for listening. We made it uh, to March. We've done yeah, two years yeah. of uh, two months. Sorry, one more. We've done two months of the Ross Grit and Norton Show. Look out! We have, we have. Uh, just just a reminder. Uh, I was actually going to try to bring it up to, for you, but uh, we we got to move on. But uh, mm-hmm. do uh, do take do consider um, donating your your time or money to the tornado relief uh, yes. efforts here in Nashville. Yeah, so many cities, um, and areas, and let's not were let's, let's not let's not forget uh, you know Cookville as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it's Donaldson, Hermitage, Mount Juliet, yeah. Lebanon, Cookville. Yeah, you know, East Nat East Nashville, you many of the surrounding that. areas. Uh Rutherford Rutherford County where I am, Murfreesboro, uh, we really didn't get anything right, yeah. at all. Um uh, and uh everything went up north of us. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, just uh yeah, just yes, please please consider um your your time or, or or money that you can spare for for those in need. Um, yes. There are also long cleanup food, food drives, um, or you can all you know you can always just cook a warm meal and drop it off to the people that are that are working the relief efforts as well. Yeah, yeah, any, anything helps. True, uh, you know, and uh, we would appreciate it here in here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, whatever you you could do for us. Um, and uh, hopefully we will be back next week under brighter circumstances and this has been the Ross Critton and Norton show take care